Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We're never going to be better than this. This is episode 19, High School Musical 3. High School Musical. Musical. 3 from 2008. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And this is, sadly, we did not watch this together. We are not recording this Sucks. live in the same room. I know, I know. It's our first It's our first High School Musical apart. I, it's going to, oh man, I'm, I'm devastated by it. Well, I, I feel like it fits the somber tone of the movie, so it, it, it's going to work well. So I was trying not to talk to you about this movie before we started recording, and now I'm going to lay it all on the table. This is, I think, the worst of the three movies. Uh, agreed, it's by far. the most boring of the three yes. movies. There's no good songs in it. Um, I would maybe disagree. Maybe the last one. I would disagree. Maybe the last one. Well, okay, well, if there's a few. There's the Emo Zeph song, which we'll get to. There is the ending song, which is fine, which I already forgot, but I forget them. Yeah, they're like, not very just... memorable. I agree. There's not. There's there's no bet on it in this one, for sure. No, and what's weird about this... Okay, so here's a few things right off the bat. This movie costs $11 million to make, which in the grand scheme of things is not a lot, but the first one costs a little over 4 and the second one costs 7 but because it cost eleven million, they released the theaters. That's it was what I was going to ask Channel you. Original movie. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. This one felt like an actual movie. It didn't feel like a Disney Channel movie. It felt like an actual produced movie. Like it had way more production. What's weird about the first two, though, is that the first one felt, at least compared to other Disney Channel movies, felt like a movie, and then the second movie felt like a movie compared to this. I don't think this is a huge jump up from the second one, although I do agree that you can see more money on screen. You can. It's like, you know, just like all the sets and stuff, like, it was very produced. This one, I noticed it a lot. You know, like all the tires in the junkyard, and like, it it felt like it was a it was meant for theaters. Yes. This also made $42 million its opening weekend. Damn! It passed Mamma Mia as the best opening weekend for a musical. Although, as we were recording this, La La Land probably Beauty and the it. Beast just had a $170 million oh, opening weekend. That's right, that's and I think right. that's probably classified as a musical. Yes. So, if it is, this is it's not even close. This movie made worldwide like 152? Still no, a 170. Ton, dude. No, wait, no, 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 no. It made it 252 worldwide. So, I mean, huge numbers. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that it was big. This was a revolution that we just weren't a part of. But, yeah, it was huge. What's also weird about this movie, so this is the one of the three movies, the musicals, that Rachel had not seen, and we were looking forward to watching with her. So she still hasn't seen this, has she? No, she hasn't. Um, she's... But she will by the time this is coming out, Oh, for out, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm for assuming sure, you'll watch sure. it with her. For yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm going to watch it again. I promise I would watch it again with her. We chose to get drunk last night instead of watching it. Um, I thought that was a good idea. I'm kind of hooked on OJ right now, so watching that. <laughs> um, and I told her I'd rewatch it with her, yes. I really feel like, because she is of the age... I mean, I, don't, I, I still don't know why she hasn't seen this one yet, but she's of the age where you went... You basically went to high school the same time that these were out. And this movie... If I was in high school and I loved these movies, which would never have happened in my life, but if I was the type of person who was in high school and I loved these movies, this one I think I would genuinely love because the whole thing is like saying goodbye to these characters, saying goodbye to high school, saying goodbye to each other. It's very, very, very sentimental. We like them sort of ironically, but the second one was genuinely entertaining, I think. Yeah, I agree. But like... If you're not, like, super, super into these, there's not, like, an emotional connection. Like, we never saw any of them before a month no. ago. It's not like we watched the first one 50 times waiting for the second one, then watched the second one 50 times waiting for this one. We just saw them once. Yeah. We like Zeph. We like 
Vanessa Hudgens. We like Ashley Tisdale. Other than that, it's just like, all right. So, but this, it hammers home so hard, like, hey, we're all going off to college, but, like, we're still going to remain friends, and we're still going to see each other. And it's like, yeah, but, like, it's a different kind of heart. The first two have heart in, like, a weird, campy, fun way. This has heart in, like, a, we're going to make you cry because we're all saying goodbye right now. Yeah, they they definitely force feed you that it's somber the whole time with the music they definitely like are letting you know that this is over like this series this is done the cast is breaking up like they're gonna go on to do other shit you feel it you definitely feel like yeah i i don't know how if if we had sentiments towards this i don't know if this movie would have meant something else to us i have no sentiments towards the first one so for me it's like okay cool can you guys just get the fuck over it and like let's move on <laughs> Yeah, sorry. No, it's, it's, I don't own any of the high school musical movies. I kind of want to own the second one like this, but this one, like, there's nothing, I don't want to watch this again. No, there's nothing to it, man. It's just like, it felt like they had to do a third one because people wanted a third one and they just kind of just did this. And I mean, they made a ton of money and it feels like, like, you know, a lot of movies, like there's, you know, the the trilogy is a trilogy for a reason. There's not a lot of movies that just have one sequel. There's usually either like one or three. Yes. And so this, especially because they ended the second one in the middle of high school, it makes sense to have a senior year, to have a send-off. I mean, I guess this has to be the story that they tell, otherwise it wouldn't feel like an end. I wanted it, I really just wanted it to go Fast and Furious style. I've wanted fucking 30 of these. Like, I just wanted them just to keep (laughs) going. Like, in college, I wanted them to do, like, the divorce musical. Like, I wanted them to fucking just go for it. They should have did a bunch of these. We talked about, I think, on one of the previous episodes, that they are making a fourth one. I don't think any of these people are still involved. No, yeah, see, I want the original characters. Like, I want somebody to die and come back. I want ghost versions of them, like... I want fucking... I want Drift King. I want I want the Drift King. I want all of it, man. Would you... So, I don't know what happened here, but one of my favorite little bits of trivia is that this movie was originally supposed to be like a haunted high school musical, and I was going to have the plot of a Halloween movie. I don't know why that didn't happen, but like, I want to see that. Yeah, I do too. That would be a much better thing. They should have thrown in like a little like side story one, and they could have like cut out some of the cast, you know what I mean? Like not kept all of them, like maybe did like just Ashley Tisdale and the brother and did like a scary movie version and then came back and did this one. Yeah, I think that there should have been a place for another one. I guess the difficulty you run into is because you're calling it High School Musical, all these people are already older than high school. Yeah, I know, right? And you can't keep them in high school forever. Would you have, like, high school musical colon the college years? Like, that doesn't necessarily make like, that just, title They could have just sense. been college musical. I think, that, like I said, college musical, wedding musical, divorce musical. I want all of them. All right. Because what is weird is, like, oh, man, this is going to make me sound so weird. But, like, I was like, oh, my old friend Sharpay is back. Like, I like seeing her. She's not in anything else I've ever seen. And she's like, oh, she's just back. And, like, we know her. And I think that's really in all the podcasts that we've done on this network. Cage only had, I think, maybe, unless I'm missing one, one sequel. Like, he did National Treasure. Okay. Keanu has the Matrix trilogy. Okay. He has John Wick movies, which you haven't gotten to. And Zeph only has this. Neighbors and this. But Neighbors doesn't feel like this. It's not like it's not like you're back with no. your crew, you know? Like, this has a very homey feel to it. I agree. And it's just like, oh, there's Sharpay with her now double locker. There's Ryan. Ryan not really rocking too many hats. I only counted... I didn't even count hats, because he's like... He's not in this movie as he was in the first two. As not in it as much. Yeah. And it's, it, they sort of toned that down. Yeah, it was weird. They they definitely took a different direction. I think they were kind of like setting it up to tell you that they were going to do other ones from the beginning of the movie. Let's get Rocket Man out here. 
they were kind of showing you that they're going to rocket man bad decisions all around there yeah they were they were yeah i know but they were just showing you that like this movie was gonna not it was it was a send-off it was a handoff they were like we're gonna make other ones disney's gonna do it but we're not gonna be in it type situation is what i was feeling yeah because the whole thing with rocket man is like He's going to be the captain of the basketball team. Mm-hmm. He's going to take Troy's locker. Yep. He's going to take Troy's... I guess he's also going to take Troy's part in the musical? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah. He just, like, is being Troy, so, yeah. But there's also a guy... I don't know if he ever even has a line in this movie. There's a guy who kind of looks like Zeph, like a heavier Zeph. Oh, who's, yeah, I think, yeah, the... Like, in the background of, like, all these shots, I'm like, why is he there? No, I think he was in the other ones, too. I think he was, like, a shitty... Like, he's, like, he's like jokingly, like, the kid that's shitty at school. I think he was in the other ones. See, the thing is, is like, we they've grown up, but they were at a time where they were, like, changing. Like, I was really convinced that the piano girl wasn't the same girl. I thought that they replaced her. Like, that's how Yeah, no, but I think, I think it is, It right? is. Like, near the end, she looks like... Back to what she looked like in the first Kelsey. Kelsey, but in the beginning of this one, she looks like a totally different chick. Like that girl blossomed. She was way better looking. I was like, holy shit, did they change this actress out? Like, what the fuck happened? But no, I think it was her. Yeah, I think a part of that is because these movies really focus on like four characters, and everybody else gets shuffled to the background. And because like we're not seeing them in in basically every shot, it is like a year and a half or two years later or whatever. And so, especially when you're twenty ish. Like, you do look very different yeah. two years later, so... going from 18 to 22 is a big jump, man, so... Do we want to go through this movie like we normally do? Just, like, go straight down the line, kind of? I guess so, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, you're right. It's kind of weird. I just I just want some structure to bitch about it. No, that's fine. Cool. We start out with... So, okay, so here's the other weird thing about this movie. The soundtrack to this movie is, like, 51 minutes long. The first two are only 38 minutes long, so this has more music. Yeah. But what's weird about this movie, aside from maybe two or three songs, every song is cut. Yes, agreed. Yep, I noticed that, too. And that's what makes it worse, too, because we just have, like, basically a minute and a half. We have kind of, like, a verse, and then the hook, and then the chorus, and then, like, they just sort of get out of the song. It's like, why? Because this whole movie, like, I feel like there wasn't enough song and dance in this movie. Yeah, Although there was a fuck ton, but they like kind of had to push the story <laughs> along. There was so much story in between these songs. Yeah, they they didn't use the music. The music was strictly music that was in the movie. It wasn't music to tell the story like they had been doing. I think that's where the problem lies. There was only one time, and I don't even remember what time it was, where like they sort of spontaneously burst in the song, like where it was just like the middle of a scene and became a song. Like every other time, you could sort of feel that a song was coming on. Yeah, they set it up. Too but much. there was like one time where, like, they just started singing. I was like, okay, that's what I want. Like, I want them to, like, progress the story through song, even though it's one of my favorite songs in the movie, but where, like, they go to the junkyard for some reason, and they have, like, this friendship with the junkyard guy. Yeah. And he's like, hey, guys, you want to lock up after you leave? Yeah, as like, soon as he hands out of the here. keys, agreed. They was like, okay, here we go. We got a song now. You know, they fix the radiator cap, and they're like, they sing the boys are back. And, like, I love that, but it's just like, why is, hey, number one, why is this happening? But number two, like, it's not really progressing anything. It's just like, hey, we're friends. Yeah, that's... that. I have the exact same complaints. I'm 100% with you on this one. Like, that was just a song thrown in to show that they're friends, not, like, continuing the story along, so... Yeah, the, two was... I think two was the pinnacle of this. I'm just gonna say it again. Like, two was good. I enjoyed two. So, this one was just like, oh, God. And it felt long, dude. It felt fucking it felt, long. It's, it's the longest of the three. And I remember when we sat down to watch two, I looked at the length, and I was like, oh, God, it's an hour 51. And then we saw this one's an hour 57. I was like, why are these movies so long? 
And the second one started, and I was just like, oh, I am in. Yes. And so we were so excited to watch this long movie for the third one, and it just doesn't it doesn't work. No. They could have cut a good half an hour out of this one, and I'd have been happy. Like, this didn't need to be two hours. There were some songs you could have cut. There was just, there was a lot of fluff in between. Yeah, it's just a, it's a bummer. Yeah. Also weird, and I, I just, Go ahead. I, I'm sort of jumping around a little bit. Did Gabriella, did Vanessa Hudgens ever call Zeph Wildcat before this movie? I don't remember, but when she did it 50 times in this one, I feel like she has before. But I think she... It's also... Yeah, I feel like... Because the way that she uses it, it feels like she has, but I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember it either. And it's super weird because that's their school mascot. So, like... It's not an endearing what, term. Uh, yeah, it's not like... It's not, a, it's not like a... It's not a personal nickname. It's just like... Like, they're all Wildcat. Yeah, they're all Wildcats. And they say, like, come on, Wildcats. Like, he says it to everyone. She's, like, kind of dismissing him. You know, like, she's, like, putting him in the pack. Unless they're saying, like... He's so important to the face of the school that he is wild. He is the school. Yeah, he yeah. is Wildcat. Which is true because he's the captain of the basketball team. He's basically the male lead in the musicals. Probably the most popular. He's obviously the most handsome. Yeah. What else is there? In high school, nothing. Literally nothing right. else. So they're struggling through this because, well, Vanessa Hudgens got hotter, by the way. I actually really enjoy that, that we watched, like, the third one, because both Ashley Tisdale and Vanessa Hudgens got yeah. way hotter. Like, they're, like, getting... Well, because they're not, like, babies anymore. I know, dude. They're definitely not high school seniors. Definitely Vanessa not. Vanessa Hudgens still does not really quite look like she does in Spring Breakers. Just not in terms no. of, like, how she dresses, but just in terms of, like, her age. What's also cool, possible, almost Spring Breaker uh, connection is that you know Tiara Gold, that British yes. girl who becomes Sharpay's assistant? Yes, yes, yes. They offered that part to Selena Gomez, and she said no. Oh, damn, really? That would have been so good. Yeah, that would have been so much better. Damn, I would have loved to have seen Selena in this. And also, Allie Lohan, who I think is Lindsay Lohan's little sister, auditioned for the part, but she didn't get it. Oh, damn. Damn. Wow, this movie could have got way more interesting really quick. Would have been real weird, but it would have been good. Yeah, definitely. I like it. So we start at the beginning, and we're in basketball again. We're basically... This is what's interesting, sort of, about the movie, is that, like, we're starting with basketball, and we're saying goodbye to basketball, because, like, as soon as this scene ends, they mention basketball, but we never really see, like, the game's over, the season's over. Yeah, they win the championship, it's just done. They just, like, cut basketball, which I think was a bad move, too. It was, like, yeah. very pivotal, keep basketball as part of the theme, and you have Chad walking around with the basketball, okay, cool, whatever, but, like, they're not, like, training or playing or... It's just dumb. What's also strange, and I guess it's a natural progression, but in this movie, Zeph is wholeheartedly into the musicale. When they have the... They basically decide that it's going to be... Sharpay says, like, let's make it a one-woman show, like, all about me. And then nobody wants to volunteer to be in it. Yeah. And then Zeph is like, I'll do it. Like, he's the first one to volunteer. I get that in the first movie, he didn't want to do it at all. In the second movie, he kind of wanted to do it. But it feels like it's a big jump here where just like, well, basketball's over. Like, I got to do it. Like, this is just my thing now. No, it felt like Vanessa Hudgens kind of pressured him into it. Yeah. He just like balls deep in Vanessa Hudgens this whole movie is what it is. <laughs> He's going off to college eventually at the end to UC Berkeley, spoiler alert, to do basketball and theater. So like, it's obvious that like at this point in his life, he wants to do both. He loves doing both. But it's such a jump. And like, I know that that's like the movie is saying... We can have both, but it just so pushes basketball to the back burner. Yeah. And it's only there to, like, 
for the relationship with his friend, or like when they're shooting at the gym at the end, when they're like finally like, "Hey, we're gonna be okay." Like it's it's weird how it's such an important part to the first two. This character and the movies, yeah, is just gone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They definitely like cut down all the basketball shit. I don't know why that was a choice. I didn't like it. I wish we would have seen like more of the season, and it would have kind of been like the championship maybe halfway through type situation also this school's fucking timing is shit you like you have like the basketball season ends but they have enough time for a musical but also vanessa hudgens starts like college at the same time and then prom is after like what the fuck kind of timing so i feel like the basketball season ends in like late march early april yeah and then the musical is like end of april so they don't and get then vanessa three hudgens weeks to lives, do the musical the... though like you what like they would have started the musical like a couple months beforehand. Like, not, like, immediately, yeah. like, the day the basketball team wins is, like, that's hey, it. Hey, man. Yeah. That's how East High does it. I guess. And then Vanessa Hudgens leaves, like, early May, and then prom is, like, late May? But I also don't understand what this Stanford Honors Program is, freshman honors program, where they're literally taking her out of high school to send her to college. Yeah, that's... Like, that seems to defeat the purpose of things. Yeah. I can get it if it was, like, she had to, like, leave in, like, maybe August or, like... July for a week, but not like fucking during school time. Like, I don't, yeah, who knows? And it seems like she's not coming back. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, because, okay, you just start school early. Yeah. Because what kind of fucking college has semesters that start in, I mean, I, mean, I guess summer semester, but like, what the fuck? Even that would it's, have to be it's, May. I guess not the only thing that makes sense. It's still weird. Yeah, it's weird. But we start off with basketball. We get sweaty, long haired Zeph in the middle of a song. Yeah. Talking about how we've only got 16 minutes left in the Wildcat uniform, 16 minutes left to be a team. And I realize that my favorite Zeph in these movies is Zeph while singing and playing basketball. And that's what I want to see. And I think that's why I didn't like this movie as much, we were just talking about. Because that's my favorite kind of songs in these movies, and they're just not in it after the first like five minutes. Yeah, you know what? It's not even the basketball thing. He doesn't have really team-building songs in this one. Which is like him pulling everyone together, and like those were the fun ones. Like when he's in the when he's in the basketball game in the first one, when he's in the kitchen in the second one, he's like, "Come on, yep. guys, we can all do this together." Here, the group numbers are just like the performed things. Like everybody's already on the same team, and they're just all singing and dancing together. The only song really with like conflict in the group is "Boys Do Prom Like This" and "Girls Do Prom Like This," and the boys think it's a night of nightmares, and the girls think it's a night of dreams. Yeah, and even that's not like conflict; just two sides that aren't really dealing with each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, they all agree that they're all going to prom. There's no conflict there. And they all did prom exactly how the girls wanted them to. They just, like, the boys just bitch about it for, like, 13 seconds, and then they're just like, okay, cool. And then, like, okay, now that we're at the musical, how weird is this Inception musical, musical, musical within a musical type feel to you? I thought this was a shitty way to do it, too. Like, this was kind of a cop-out. Like, throw the musical inside the musical. I thought you were saying Inception because we get a rotating hallway. Which we do, which I know. I made this Inception note first. But we, <laughs> we get both. But I'm saying, this is the first one that the musical... Wait, so maybe... Wait, hold on. Maybe I didn't understand. So, they're having the musical, and they're trying to figure out the theme, and the theme of the musical is going to be a one-woman show? No, the theme of the musical is them doing a musical about 
them being seniors in high school. It's like, oh, boy. yeah, so it's like way fucked. There's like no theme to this. The theme is high school musical, essentially, is what their theme is. Well, that's especially with the final number where they're just like, hey, goodbye to high school. It's just, it's all, it's a little too meta. It's a little bit yes, like, Yes, that's what I'm hey, saying. It was, I was yeah. frustrating. I, I didn't like that they didn't have a theme for it. Like, they needed a fucking real theme for this, and they could have come up with one. This was them trying to move this, like, incorporate the story into the musical. It didn't work. No, it didn't. No, yeah. I agree. Yes. Oh, so I was frustrated. Boy. I was very frustrated with that. Like, I did not like the Inception music out at all. But I did like the Inception hallway. I did. I One, it was an Inception hallway, and it, two, it totally reminded me of one of my favorite music videos ever, which is Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai. But it was, like, flipping. But it, it, it felt very Virtual Insanity to me, because he was like... <laughs> it, and also, did that song not just look like a Britney Spears music video for a long time? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a Zeph solo song. It's like a Zeph emo song. It might be called Scream. I don't know what it's called, but, like, he's going through some shit in that song. His, his world is being turned upside down. It reminded me, I thought when you were saying Jamiroquai, it sort of reminds me of, I think, like, NSYNC did a music video that was in a hallway like this? Yeah, Maybe. yeah, I think so, too. I don't remember. I, I mean, like, I don't... We've got to get Chris Mattiello of now and again on the horn just to have him yeah, you know, answer all friend. Our... We could just call, what was the music he would know? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Shout out to now and again. I love that place. We've both been on there. Uh, Zeph hurt his wrist while shooting this scene. Oh, why? Well, because, like, I don't, like, so, I've seen how they shot Inception. I'm assuming it's similar, but, like, less stunts. But, like, he's sliding down the walls and sort of, like, hand-planting and somersaulting. I'm just assuming that, like, he landed wrong. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know for sure, though. Yeah, and, and like, all the... Wasn't this the one with all the CGI basketballs, too, that were, like, blatantly cgi I fucking hated that part. There's also... When they're up in the tree... Like, that's what's weird. It's, like, they have, like, this bigger budget, but they try to make it even bigger. And when they're up in a treehouse... And they're sort of hiding from the world at that party right after the championship. Yes, yes. There's, like, weird CGI, like, guardrails in the back. Like, I couldn't tell if the background was fake or the treehouse was fake or all of it was, but something was off and it was just weird. It was, like, noticeable. And I'm sure that the target demographic of this, which is 14 to 18-year-old <laughs> girls, yes, probably, yes. aren't paying attention to that kind of thing, but it's just, if you're not, if you're, if you're looking around and you're not enthralled by the story it was it was jarring yeah I've, i saw many many parts of this movie that was like that that was like they spent more money but they didn't spend enough to make it look like it should have but they also spent too much on other parts to make them like like the fucking car in the junkyard that was like mechanical it was like why did you have that why didn't you just put real fucking railings on the thing or like not make the basketball so cgi i don't get it i don't get it either Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Story-wise, they're bros. Zeph's conflicted. He doesn't know if he wants to, like, go to play basketball anymore. Well, because the whole town wants him to go to U of A. Yes. Because the University of Albuquerque is in town. Yes. Everybody who loved watching him and his bros play basketball in the high school team expect them all to go to U of A. And just, you know, the junkyard guy's like, I already got my season tickets, man. Like, let's just do it. There's this pressure there. I mean, everybody in this movie is conflicted. It feels fake, even though they're real problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These feel very forced problems. I mean, even though, like, the beginning ones were fucking forced problems, it just, it felt unnatural. I think this whole movie feels a little bit unnatural. It does, because, like, at the end of the day, like, are you ever going to turn down Stanford for your boy? Like, no. No, you're going to take, like, a weird year. Yeah, so, like, Vanessa Hudgens is, like, bitching, like, she's going to take this weird year off 
to like hang out. Well, she goes from like being like super in love with Zeph, I'm not going to Stanford, to I'm going to Stanford and I'm never coming back. Like I don't even want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to go to prom. Although that does that does lead to one of my favorite lines of the movie, where like you might be done with East High, but East High is not done with you. Yeah. Or like you might want to say goodbye to East High, but East High is you know whatever. Yeah. It's so corny, but it's... You can't just, like, basically... So, I mean, it's not fair, but he's just, he's just like, you can't leave us, we're not done yet. She's like, all right, I'll come back. Like, it's weird. Yeah, I was drifting in this movie because it wasn't holding my attention very well. The thing that I wanted most was I want somebody to make, like, a mashup where, like... When she says, we need to talk, and does, like, the phone call with Zeph, and she's like, I'm not coming back, I just want the movie to blend seamlessly into Spring Breakers. Like, I just want Spring Breakers <laughs> just to start right there. How perfect would that have been? You know what I mean? Like, she's at Stanford, and it's like, I'm not coming back, and then, like, all of a sudden, she's, like, smoking weed and, like, hanging out with... I think that we need to watch the movie like that one day. We need to, like, just watch up to that point, and then just put Spring Breakers on afterwards. The problem is that, like, that's, like, an hour and 15 minutes of this movie. Yeah, it was long So it. much of this movie, but I I do love that idea. Like, I met some bad bitches. We're going down to spring break. We can even just clip it, like, from, like, you know, like, the, like 10, 15 minutes before that and just make that, like, the beginning of Spring Breakers. Like, the song and, like, Zeph crying. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I thought it was a good idea, too. I, I wish it would have happened like that. You know what's not a good idea is all the locker room pranks they pull on Rocket Man. Like, hey, you need to earn this locker. And they're like, it's just, it's so weird. By the way, so this is a, t- for everyone telling me that this was like a good role model like a role model-esque movie for kids this movie was so fucked in all of their role model (laughs) advice like from the get like from the jump like that was super hazing like if you did this in school nowadays this is like bad it's somehow it's like good-natured hazing but it's still hazing it's still super hazing. Like, you made these, like, two much younger kids on your team run naked through school, essentially, yep. just to fuck with them, to give them their lockers. And everybody's like, oh, shucks. You know, like, ha ha ha, you guys are funny. Like, no. Like, Zeph is kind of a dick overall in this movie. He's a dick to them. He makes Gabriella come back to high school. Yeah, like, as much as he was a dick in 2 when he was, like, being a dick, he's worse here without... Because people love him for it. Yeah. And, like, you know, he... I understand, like, you have to sort of set out and be your own path, but, like, he chooses the college that he wants to go to, which is, you know, again, like, I'm just sort of... I don't agree with what I'm about to say, but I'm just continuing this thing, but, like, he scorns his whole town by not going to the college that they want him to go to, so he's, like, a dick to all them, but they're like, hey, also what's really shitty <laughs> is that at the end, the weirdest thing is when they, like, the musical ends, and Miss D, the drama teacher, is like, here's all of our people, and here's the college they're going to, and Ryan wins the Juilliard Award, and... No, Kelsey won you know, it Sharpay first. Sharpay is going to U of A. Yeah. Then she's like, and we've got Troy Bolton going to UC... Or he's like, I'm going to UC Berkeley. And then he just, like, announces Gabriella, too. Like, she doesn't even get her moment. Like, her moment is his moment. Yeah. Yep. He's like, I'm going to UC Berkeley because it's close to this girl. He totally just mansplains her her moment. (laughs) I was like, that is so terrible. (laughs) Yeah, so timely. He's like, wait, let me tell you how this really works. And then he (laughs) comes in and takes her spot. (laughs) That's funny to think about. Yeah, I didn't look at it like that. But yeah, you're right. He just just shit it. He, He like is so the star in this one. It's annoying. Now, do you think that's Zeph, like, his his Hollywood stock rising, or is that Troy, his high school cred? Like, I can't tell if it's the actor 
or the character. I, I it's the writing to me. The... It's it's the writing for me. It's they knew Zeph was blowing up because like right. Zeph is good. Like he played shitty roles later in liberal arts, like small roles. Yep. Like I don't think this was him being a diva, being like I need to be the star of this movie. It feels like they were like, oh, we're making Zeph the star of this movie. Even the step on Vanessa Hudgens for this one. Maybe it was like the nudes leaking or something. They were like trying to like push her to the back a little bit. I don't know. I did read one great bit of trivia is that Zac Efron repeatedly played pranks on the rest of the cast, throwing water balloons. As payback, the cast toilet papered his trailer and then soaked him with water guns. So, like, they're obviously just having fun on set. Yeah, that's pretty lame. That's uh, that seems almost <laughs> scripted too, you know. Like it's just like that was a fact that they like made them. They were like, oh fuck. Go they like. leaked that. They're like, we need we need leaks that we can control. Yeah. Like uh, what can we do? <laughs> Water balloons. Yeah. So back to my point that this is fuck role model wise. She's like gonna not go to Stanford to like be with him. He is gonna like they just do like such dumb shit. Like he's like throwing away his basketball thing because he's confused and like how. How fucking hard would it have been for him to do basketball and drama? Like, how was that not an option from the get? Like, how was he not going to U of A and just being in the drama school and, like, playing basketball? Like, these are not... These can coexist. They're, like, not... And they do coexist at UC Berkeley. I don't know. It's all weird. There's so many reasons why he's going to UC Berkeley, and none of them are founded on anything. Like, at the end of the day, he's going there because he's close to Gabriella. Yes. That's it. That's the only reason you choose that school. Because you can do drama and basketball at any school, especially if you're, like, getting a basketball scholarship. Dude, they if would the love for you to be in the you, drama school. It's yeah, so they'd be fucking like, easy. They'd be like, you can do what you want, sure. Yeah. Like, how many of these kids playing in the in the tournament right now, wouldn't their teachers love for them to be in the drama department? They're like, well, fuck, you know, like, he Oh, like, you're up. showing interest in something other than basketball? Like, absolutely. Like, let's encourage that. Let's encourage that, one. And two, you can't fail at drama school. Like, nobody's going to get thrown off the team because they got bad grades in drama. That's true. So this, if I was a coach, I'd be like, I want all of the basketball kids to be in the drama school. Like, what can, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you're like a which shitty they, Which singer. they kind of are. Like, everybody's just super, like, the first two movies, everybody spent the entire time saying, like, I hate singing and dancing. And then in this movie, everybody's just like, I love singing and dancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another complaint I have, uh, sorry, this 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 podcast is turning into a list of our complaints about this movie. Hold on, before, before you get into that, Go I ahead. just realized there's another shitty hazing movie. <laughs> Is when that British girl, Tiara, yeah. overhears Vanessa Hudgens telling her friend, I got into Stanford, I don't know if I'm going to go or not. And then she and Sharpay like, Photoshop that thing and print it out and put it all over school. Like, they didn't Photoshop the it, they found that? it online. They found it, it like, it did, like... No, I thought they were putting it together. I thought that they were making that. No, no, no. She was, she was on, like, a really shitty old browser like 1995 internet version, like GeoCities or something, and she found. Oh, I thought I saw them for some reason. No, it just looked like, like that. Dragging a picture somewhere, no. but it's still shitty. Yeah, yeah. Because like she hasn't even told her boyfriend yet, and like not only did they tell him in person, but they like hang those up all around school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was not. It's weird. Not good. Okay, what was your complaint? There was not enough Ryan in this one, man. Like, I'm hooked now. I liked Ryan a lot. No, he just didn't have nearly enough spots in this. And he's, like, so tame. Like, he's, like, not flamboyant. Like, Sharpie's like, okay, like, go get the song. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go prom with this chick. So here's maybe why. Okay, go ahead. I don't know if the actor is gay in real life, but he said to the filmmakers or whatever, I want Ryan to come out as gay in this movie. And Disney basically said... 
Uh, no. And they uh... made him then, like, go... They, like, shoehorned in that whole, like, romance, sort of, with Kelsey. Yeah. Where Sharpay is like, you know, she writes all the good songs for Troy and Gabriella. I need you to get those songs for us. Like, she's like, I don't care what yeah. you do, like, take her to prom, whatever. And so, like, that's his role in this movie. Uh, and I don't know if that kid is gay, I don't know if just the character, but, like, whether he is or not, like, you, you spend three movies with this guy, you know who he is, he's obviously gay. He's obviously gay. For him to have this, like, this storyline where just, like, hey, you have to, like, seduce this girl so that your sister can sing a better song, like... That's shitty. Yeah, and props to that dude for wanting to do it. I think that would have been a great move for Disney, dude. If they, if they would have had him like go to prom with a guy, this could have been so much better. And like you're already committed to having the the like the demographic that you have is like 14 to 18 year old girls. They're going to be the least judgmental about this. One, they're already committed to the character. Like they, you know, he's gay. Like even like for like, like you know, he's gay. So it's like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, yeah, this was bullshit. Good for him. What's also, but I mean, like, this came out in 2008. Here we are in 2017, and as we're recording this, in theaters right now, or coming out this weekend, Beauty and the Beast finally has an openly gay character in a Disney movie for the first time ever. And Power Rangers apparently has, I think the Yellow Ranger maybe is questioning. Like, somebody asked her about her boyfriend, and like, oh, I mean, your girlfriend? And Ooh, so. Interesting. But, like, that's it. Like, in terms of mainstream stuff, we're barely scratching the surface. Well, we now. had Moonlight, so, but yeah, I get it. Well, but that's not a mainstream movie. True. true. That just became mainstream because of it's the definitely Academy. not Disney. Yeah, it's definitely not, like, Disney level mainstream. Agreed. Yeah. Like, you don't hear outrage from people being like, I'm not bringing my kids to Disney because there's a gay character or whatever. But, like, you would. But we're, this is 10 years ago, so it, it's a different. I mean, we should we should all be way more accepting than we are, but I can see why Disney might be hesitant there. But also, like, fuck you, like, just let him in. Yeah, let him do what he wants. Yeah, I think it would have been a cool, bold move for them. I think that it would have been, it would have made this movie more memorable because I'm totally gonna forget, like, forget everything about this movie. If they would have had Ryan actually come out, I think that that would have been like, wow, they would generated buzz. I mean, obviously, they didn't need it. They probably just were, like, way in the odds. They were like, look, we're going to make a fuck ton of money if this is just stupid and just, like, two hours long. Or we can make, like, less money and, like, make a statement and create some buzz. They would have caught more backlash than they would have, like, excitement about it, you know? Yeah, and I mean, like, people, like, that would have been memorable. But, like, as it stands, people are going to remember this movie as, like, the goodbye movie. Like, that's it. Like, that's just everybody said goodbye to each other. Like, that's what this movie's about. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else memorable about this. Yeah. That would have been a thing that, like set this apart from the other ones, be like, oh, remember that, like, really progressive Ryan story? Yeah. It, that, like, he exactly. brought a boy to prom, and, like, that could like that could have been the theme of the musical, like, acceptance or whatever. It could have been, like, fucking um, Summer Heights High. It could have been... <laughs> <laughs> it could have just been Mr. G. He could have... He could have... See, again, see, we should stop this movie here and just let Ryan become Mr. G. You know, like, at the end of the movie, he just starts Summer Heights High. <laughs> Oh boy, I, I want that too. I want the Spring Breakers one more than I want that, but I'm I'm good with the. I think we should like clip them together, just get like all the scenes of just these people. Like it should- it's all just it's a shared universe. It's High School Musical verse. Yeah, and they just like split Summer Heights High and Spring Breakers. It's a multiverse. Oh, did you notice in the junkyard scene? I don't know why they're fighting with swords, but they go behind that like tarp. And they're just, like, straight up ripping off Kill Bill. Do you remember that? Mm, I saw the girl through the curtain kind of situation, which was a little... That was a little Kill Bill to me. You know, like, the girl behind the the screen type 
deal that was going on. No, it wasn't her. It was Zeth and it was his friend Chad, Corbin Blue. They are fighting with swords when they're singing the boys are back and they're like, they're behind... Let me see if I can find a picture of it so I can send it to you. Hold on. Yeah, give me they're a They're like shot. fighting behind these colored panels. Yeah. And it just straight up is like out of Kill Bill, like the, the showdown at the House of the Blue Leaves. Where it's like her against the crazy 88s. Yeah, 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 yeah. High School Musical 3. And that scene, that scene is directly stolen from Shogun Assassin. Yes. Because well, that's, that's all, yeah, that's all he does. Like that whole fight scene was just like, it, it, even down to, yeah. Okay, so they did like a little Kill Bill Shogun Assassin nod that I missed. I was kind of drifting yeah. there, dude. When they went to the junkyard, I was like, I was drifting this whole movie. Fuck. This is, it's, it is, oh boy, the boys are back. I also think that like watching the last two kind of drunk or drunk or hungover. Like, I needed to be inebriated for this one, too. Well, the second one we were stone sober for. We just had, That's right, we had lots been... of alcohol the night before. Yeah, we, we were hungover. So, I mean, like, I guess maybe being drunk or... I can't find a picture of it, but there was definitely... Go back and watch that scene again. This movie's also, at least for now, on Star's Play. So if you are one of the other eight people our age, aside from me, who pays for Star's, <laughs> you can log in. Or if you have a login or whatever, And you can't um, even use Comcast there. to log in on it, by the way. You can't? I tried. No. It's like only not Xfinity doesn't work, but yeah. No. Also in that junkyard scene, we get young Zeph. We get a, they just we become do. kids again. I, I was like, I I was like this kid, this, yes. whoever that actor is, has immense pressure on him. Be like, hey, you're handsome enough to play a young Zac Efron. Like, don't screw this up, kid. I thought that he looked way too... Now, the young Chad nailed it. He looked just like him. He had the moves. It was very similar. Young Zeph... He had big shoes to fill. I don't think he filled them. I'm looking now. I don't see them credited in... The kids? Yeah, I don't see... Because I searched Troy, and I searched Young, and neither of them show up. Hmm. Who plays Young Troy in High School Musical 3? It would be dope if it was, like, somebody's brother. Oh, also... Another point while you're looking that up. Can I make another oh, point? Oh, real, real quick. Uh, speaking of, you know, relatives, Chad's dad in this movie is his dad in real life, and he's been, like, his dad in two other movies, too. Oh, that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Good for him. That's cool. I like that. Did you find out who the young kids are? Uh, I found a Pinterest post that says, young Chad and Troy in High School Musical 3 are 17 now, but I don't have a picture of them when they're older. Keep going. What were you saying? Chad had a bunch of shitty t-shirts this time. Did you notice that? We didn't get any hats, and we got shitty t-shirts. All of his t-shirts were like, fuck, they were so stupid this time. Like, they were like, goodbye. And I wanted to know if the fact that you told me last time, like, everybody picked his shirts, if that worked this time, too. Because if they did, they picked some really terrible ones. I noticed one. I was just like, that's... But I I was so, like, met, like this whole movie just turned me off. Like, the first two were like... They exceeded my expectations. I think, really, the bar for two, that, that two set was too high. Agreed. And so I was just like, oh, this is boring, this isn't good. And especially when I was, like, paying attention to the hats, and we only get the first hat, like, 15 minutes in, I just didn't even think to look at the shirts. So I saw one, I was just like, meh. Yeah, yeah, I saw one that was, like, Green Man or Green Greener or something. It's, like, what his shirt said, and it was just like, okay, that's lame. Like, can we just move along here? I, f- I found the kids. This one kid is called, his name's Skylar Johnson. He's just some kid from Utah. Uh, he was in three things. He was in Peace, some movie I don't know, called As a Young Man. Oh, he's credited as Featured Dancer 
in senior year. Okay. And he's in some other movie. But, like, there's no picture of him. I don't know what he looks like now. Skylar Johnson's a pretty badass name, though. It's pretty badass. And then the a guy who plays young Troy, or young Chad, is... Oh, God. he's He's got a Hawaiian name that I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Just he's skip also it. also from Utah. Just skip it. Tuinua, Tuinua Tuita. Something oh, cool. Like that. That's cool. So he's like a little Samoan kid. That's cute. Yeah. That's really cute. Moana is based on him. <laughs> Doubtful. Let me see. I'm like just running through some other notes that I had. Okay. One, we got the necklace back. So like when we see Vanessa Hudgens at the beginning, we see her with the T necklace. I was like, it's yep. on. They're back. It felt like home. Felt like home. What else we got? I think Tiara Gold was a hilarious name because you have Sharpay, whatever. And um, Tiara Gold is really funny. There was this scene where I think it's... So my favorite song came right before this. It was like, um, shit. I Want It All. That one. That was like the only one that felt like high school. What song was that? The one where they like kind of all come together and they like, like kind of have the theme of the musical. Like the first. Oh, right, 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 right. That was what felt like high school musical to me. Like when I, when that one came out, like I thought the song was good. I thought they were all like, they all had like their like separate like energy. Like, you know what I mean? They were like kind of weaving in and out of them and it wasn't just like a ballad of. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I liked that one. I was a really big fan of that. That, that song was super catchy, and I like remember like nodding my head like, oh yeah, this is a really good song. <laughs> like, damn. And then, then immediately the note after this is the Zeph and Vanessa Hutchins songs in this are not fun. No, they're not. They're just, and there's so many of them too, relatively speaking. Like, there's the one on the roof. There's the one where you get treehouse. Like, because the problem is like they're they had actually like they broke up in the second movie, and here like. Like, they're not going to break up, because they're together. Like, this is it. Like, they're not going to break up. It's just, like, they have to get over something. And, like, they get over it. Like, it's... They... they ugh, it's just boring. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you catch uh, Zeph's really offensive Asian accent? Oh, no, I didn't. So, we, t- we talked in the past about how, like, how good he is at accents, or how bad he is at accents, or whatever. Yes. Like, in Mike and Dave, when he's that Australian... Like, they, they, they point out in the movie, his Australian accent. Yeah. In this movie, when they have the pizza picnic date in her bedroom... He calls her up. He's just like, he, oh I yes, even, I did notice. He this. like he pretends he's a pizza delivery guy who's an Asian guy for some reason. Yeah, there's and apparently in New in, in New Mexico, there's lots of Asian pizza delivery men. He said, like, "You order a pizza," and she's like, "Who is this?" And he's like, "Hey, just come outside." It just, oh, I'm like, oh god, like why? Like there's no, there's no, like it's not funny. Yeah. Why is that there? I I don't know, man. We've seen a lot of like weird racial things happening in Zac Efron movies. Yeah, see, okay, so you can put in, like, a weird, fucked-up Asian accent of a pizza delivery man, but, like, Ryan can't come out? What the fuck? Can you explain to me why Troy's dad is so butthurt about his son, like, having an actual future? No idea. I thought the exact same thing to myself. I guess people did have parents like this. Mine really didn't care about anything. But the dad's not the college basketball coach. He's just the high school basketball coach. Like, it's his son is leaving the team no matter what. Like, let him go to a better school that's going to give him a scout. Like, it's just, it's so weird. I can, I can, like, logic this out that, like, maybe what we aren't seeing is that, like, his dad wants him to stay closer to home or, like, any of these things. But just, like, on the movie, it's so flat that his dad just, like, fuck you, I wanted you to go to this school, why are you not doing it? And what's also weird is, like, how much of a better parent Miss Darvis, the drama teacher, is? Because she's the one yeah. who submits his name to Juilliard. Yeah. She's, like, the one who like, cares about his future. She's like, hey, I'm concerned that, like, you're not going to, like, maximize your potential. I wanted to help you out. And that's like, oh, like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, the dad is such a 
like uh, it's just it's like there's there's no reason for it. No, he's just like such like a super jock that just all he wants is Zeph to follow in his footsteps. And Zeph's like, maybe I want to do something else. And his dad just like, no, like you're disappointing me. I don't know. I like I feel very blessed seeing stuff like this. Maybe other people can relate to it, but like my parents were like, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. I do think it's kind of. I, I really wonder why there wasn't a fourth one, because they set up at the end of the movie that Sharpay is going to U of A, and she's going to come back to run the drama department. Yes! Like, it felt like they were setting up a movie that, yes. like, hey, Zeph and Vanessa Hudgens, we know you're blowing up, you're going to leave, but we have this new girl, it's going to be a new rivalry Sharpay, we have Rocket Man is the new Troy, and then we have Sharpay is still there, so like there's still some star power. It becomes her movie. Ryan's not there, but Ryan would come back for some reason. Yeah, you, you know, he would come back from Juilliard to, like, choreograph it at the end yep. or something. Yeah, dude, we could write this movie. Let's write erotic fan fiction about it. I wonder, I mean, I'm sure that exists. <laughs> I wonder if they, like, I wonder if that was, like, declined by, like, because that, in that situation, that all comes down to Ashley Tisdale. And if she's like, hey, I don't want to do a fourth movie, they're like, well, I guess we can't make it. Yeah, maybe they did set it up for one and then never did it. Because, like, we saw in the Entourage episode, especially, where Zeph was basically like, I'm done with this bullshit. I'm gonna make fun of these movies on TV. You know, like yeah. I'm, I want, I want to become a man. I'm, out. I'm tired I'm of being out. a boy. Yeah. I want to become a man. I, I, I wonder if Ashley Tisdale sort of had the, but she hasn't really had much of a career that I know of. No, no, she hasn't. She was just like on Disney Channel forever. I remember Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. My sister used to watch that. She's known for Phineas and Ferb, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. High School Musical, and then Donnie Darko, apparently. Oh, but, really? Like, so she's she's mostly a voice actress, which I get. And she was in a TV show on TBS a couple years ago called Clipped for a season or something. She was, like, the star of that. But, like, Vanessa Hudgens in this movie doesn't really have that star power. Like, the only one who, like, you watch this movie, you're like, oh, that guy can carry a movie, is Zeph. Obviously. Nobody else here could carry anything. I'm like, surprised just... Chad's not been in more things that we've seen on that note. You know? Cause, I like, what he's been in. Because he's, like, a pretty good actor. Like, he's not, like, bad. I could imagine him being in other stuff. Yeah, he's known... His top four on IMDb are these three movies and Galaxy Quest. I mean, he's still in stuff, but, like, he's, like, in one episode of a TV show. Or he's, you know, like, a, a secondary character. Like, it, yeah, he's not in a lot. No. I, once once Zeph found little Franco, Chad was gone forever. <laughs> that was it. Oh, we get what we haven't had for a while. We get Zeph credit outtakes, like, hey, look how much fun we're having on set, oh, like, we're all really? laughing at I these clubs. Oh, really? I missed it. I didn't watch it. Seriously? Fuck. Were they good? Were they bad? Tell me about them. Were, from a scale from a scale of that awkward moment... I didn't pay super attention to it because I assumed you were gonna have really strong opinions about them, and so I was like, I'm gonna let you handle the segment. But, like, they weren't great. Like, they were all just like... Because it's Disney. Like, they're not gonna have, like, boner jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's... But what they did have in the credits was there was this summer reality show on ABC called High School Musical Get in the Picture. Ooh. And this guy, Stan Carrizosa, won the reality show. And so he was like featured, like it's, the closing credits are sort of like a yearbook. And like there's like notes like, you know, have a yeah. great summer, or like, you know, best of luck or whatever. And there's like little videos. And then there's the, the bloopers. And then there's this guy, Stan Carrizosa, who is just like, in, it's just he's part of the school now, and like there were eleven other finalists. They're all apparently in what? the music video too. It's all it's all weird. 
Oh, that's lame. Wait, so was it like a music video competition? Like, was it like a dancing and singing competition, or was it just like they picked a random? Know. Let dude. me look it up. High school musical get in musical. the picture. High school musical get in the picture. Reality based TV series which debuted in July 2008 on ABC. It was a spinoff of the franchise. Nick Lachey was the host. Ugh. Faculty were a bunch of people I don't know. Guest appearances in the finale were judged by the director Kenny Ortega. The show conducted a nationwide talent hunt followed by a group of contestants undergoing training to hone their skills. So it sounds like American Idol, but singing and dancing, and, like, whoever won got to be in the credits. That's the lamest prize ever. You don't, like, they yep. couldn't even have been, but like, like, background dancers. do you know how dancers? many people would want to do that? Apparently a lot. Like, that's at so... least At least 12. <laughs> at least 12. Yeah, there was at least 12 of them. That's right. Um, there, were, there were 11 songs in this movie that they put up for consideration for Best Original Song at the Oscars, because this was in theaters, so it could be eligible for Oscars, and none of the 11 were chosen like that year they only had three songs as the nominees but none of the 11 were chosen <laughs> so, so they didn't I mean, even have were... that's funny because no what is the what is the limit like five yeah i mean usually i mean some sometimes there's like three like you know sometimes in the, in the past few years like for animated movie there's only been three but yeah it's like hey none of your like these other these aren't even 46 songs are so bad that, that we don't even we don't even want to consider them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't think any of these could have ever even been close to winning an Oscar for best song. What won that year? Do you know? 2008? Was it 2008 or 2009? Um, it was 2008. Let me see here. While I'm looking this up, Gabriella has a photo of her and Troy from the second movie, and Troy has a photo of Gabriella from the first movie on like their nightstands or something so yeah this whole scene when they're like when their rooms disappear and shit that was kind of lame too like that's when that happened when she's like in her room and she's just like all of a sudden it's like packed like it's like packing itself kind of like harry potter style or something it's weird I didn't like that either. Oh, so, okay, so yeah, so there's, there was absolutely no way that they were going to win because the, the song that won that year was Jai Ho from Slumdog. Oh, okay. Oh, you still haven't seen Slumdog. Didn't we just talk about this? We just talked about this with Rachel. She was complaining that I refuse to watch movies that get lots of hype. I like shitty movies, and I like movies that I care about. Well, that's why you gotta watch movies when they first come out as opposed to, like, true. waiting to see what's nominated. Absolutely true. That's fair. So yeah, so that that year there were three songs nominated for best original song, two from Slumdog, including the one that won, which is like a really great catchy song. Okay. And then uh, Peter Gabriel's song "Down to Earth" from Wally. Oh, which cool. Which I don't remember exactly. I probably I would definitely recognize it if I heard it. Yeah. But like nothing here would you know compare to those. Yeah. Agreed. Um, there's another thing. Oh, uh, Sharpay's ringtone in this is this is the song "Fabulous" from High School Musical 2, and Gabriella's is "You Are the Music in Me." I think also uh. from High School Musical 2. Did you know that there's a series trademark apparently that in all three films, Zeff looks at an invisible watch on his wrist? Oh no, I did not notice that. I can totally see people being like, "Oh, I hope he does it in this movie." Oh, there he is. That that he just That's did it. it. Yeah, he we know. We know about it. We did get a crying Zeph in this one, by the way. We got teary-eyed Zeph. We also got shirtless Zeph, but only back to the camera. It was weird. Yeah, they they, they blue-balled us it in was, this one. And like, we, the, the crying Zeph was in the in the Scream Inception Hallway music yeah. video, right? Like, when he's like... Because yeah. he goes in the locker room, and he like, takes his shirt off, and puts his basketball jersey on, then, like, slowly walks to the camera, almost crying, and then, like, goes, walks through the gym... And then into the spinny hallway. Yeah. Did the same guy direct this? Was this the same director? Was it Flock of Seagulls again? Wasn't he the one who directed the last? No, movie? no, 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 no. Flock of Seagulls did the two movies before this. He did. Oh, that's right. Uh, Zephantine again. And he did Charlie St. Cloud. That's right. This was directed by Kenny Ortega, who did all three of them. 
Okay. He shouldn't have directed this. Like, I, I wish I had a cop out and said that, like, this was directed by someone else. He just made really shitty choices in this one. Cash out check, boo. I feel like, I, feel, I mean, I don't I don't want to defend him, but I feel like when it's a, th- a theatrical release, the studio was probably more tinkery yes. than they were for the first two. Yes, like, you're probably right. Oh, we need this, we need that, we need that. I feel like when it's a Disney Channel original movie, parents can be like, oh, just go down to the basement and watch that shit. I don't want to see it. Whatever. Yes. But, like, here... They need to bring their kids to the mall, probably, and, like, there needs to be things to sort of get them a little bit involved, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, you're sort of writing to, like, it's the same audience, but it's also a slightly different audience, which has got to be difficult to kind of do. I would really like to have met, because I know they exist, like, some of these moms that were, like, overly excited about High School Musical, there had to be a fuck ton of them, and I wish we could have had, like, a guest phone-in of, like, talking to one of these, like, insane fanatical moms. Like the woman from Entourage. Yes! Yes, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure that there was, like, lots of really frumpy ones that were, like, you know... (laughs) In their, in their, like, high school musicals themselves, then their kids like this, and they're just, like, stoked out of their minds. Like, we went and saw it four times, like, our friends went with us. Like, there's definitely some older women that definitely was, like, on Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's who I want to, I want to know how they feel about <laughs> this one. Do you have any other notes about this movie, or do you want to get into our games? No, I talked it out. Um, I want to get into the game. This one, easily the worst of the three. What's weird is that this movie has the lowest rating on IMDb, which is fair, of the three. Yeah. But the first one's a higher rating than the second one. Uh, I think that's just exposure. Really, the second Maybe. one's way better. I think that like everybody that loved the first one, you probably caught some girls, or just kids in general, that were like young enough for the first one but too old for the second one like it was lame by the time the second one came out type situation sure that's what i'm guessing i mean none of them are good like the first one's like a 5.1 the second one's like a 4.8 and this one's like a 4.3 or a 4.5 or something so none of them are good ratings but i feel like that's also a lot of like you know haters like oh like that gay movie like i'm gonna give it a one you know what i mean like people just who never saw it whatever like if i was in high school I would have banded together and convinced all of my friends to just downrate this movie. I would have, like, yeah. Your own personal 4chan. My own personal army of people downrating High School Musical just to make these girls pissed off. <laughs> I, I would have done it. This would, be, this would be, like, something that I would have done in high school. My high, my high School Musical would have been, like, how to annoy the girls the most by doing the most elaborate schemes I can. So we got no new mail, which I think is to be expected because we, we rarely get new mail. And we One. still haven't put out a new episode since... We recorded the other two. True. So yeah, yeah that's fair. Email us zackattack at cageclub.me. Send us whatever. Send us hate mail. Don't send dick pics. Send, send dick hate pics. Mail. Send dick pics to Joey, please. Of your dog. We will read them. Whatever you say, we will read on air. It's 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 a win-win situation. Whatever you send, we will read on air. Did you just hear him say that? And he reads it. So I do. Have fun with it. All right. So Google game. Yes. There are ten autocompletes. For Zac Efron, High School Musical 3. Okay. One of them is Trailer. Okay. One of them is Tumblr. One of them is Interview. Okay. So those so, don't really Yeah, count. those don't really count. I agree. But there's seven others. Well, actually, and there's also Songs, which is kind of... That's too vague. Like, okay, so there's six other ones, and they're all... Here's a hint. They're all one word. Zac Efron Truck. Truck is not one of them. Oh, that's what I Googled. Um, Zac Efron Hair. Is number six. Zac Efron Shirt. No. Zac Efron 
did we get age again this time? Number one, the most yes. searched for. Yes, finally. Okay, see, this finally. is the creepy moms. This is my demographic yep. for this one. The creepy moms, <laughs> see, well, you hit a point where you're old enough that age matters, and they're trying to see if they can masturbate to them and feel bad about themselves or not. Cool. Yep, so age is number one, songs is two, interview is three, we're still waiting on four, Tumblr is five, hair is six. Hair treehouse? Nope. Um, they're all they're all boring. Oh, then I give up. I don't know four then. Number four is Tux. Tux, uh, okay. It's like the most Number... standard Tux ever. But there, we do get a shot of yeah. him wearing the. I don't know if you caught this or not, but the Dumb and Dumber Tux when he's like do when. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that was really cool. It was a nice touch. That was like wow. I won't. Yeah, that was like finally like a nice little subtle thing that would keep me interested in the movie. And he also, at one point in this movie, wears like a just a regular white undershirt with a blazer over it. And I was like, he looks amazing there. Like, that's yes. the prom just straight up like that. Yes, he did. Yes, I saw that too. And I noticed it exactly the same way that you did. I was like, <laughs> damn, like he looks like a real adult here. Like, he, he definitely grew up during these movies. These were like from him going from like yep. a little boy to like he's becoming Zeph now. Number seven is clothes. Number nine is kiss. And number 10 is jeans. Dude. Girls are so lame. I know, right? Girls are just really lame to, yeah. This was, I mean, because there's no guys searching Zach. Well, I mean, <laughs> for any of the movies, hopefully not, besides us. But <laughs> young girls are so lame. Well, what jeans was he wearing? Like, who the fuck noticed that? I don't know. But again, if it's our theory that we're going to give these things to our boyfriends so that they can look more like Zeph. Yes, exactly. They're just trying to look more like Zeph. I don't remember what we said, how, why they were going to cry or be shirtless in this. We didn't, I don't think we were right, though, because it was, or if we were, it was boring, because it was so obvious, you know? Yeah, I think I've made mine, I, like, I like, to, I like to imagine it being something flamboyant. I was hoping that, like, Ryan came out as gay, but still fucked Gabrielle. Ooh. And that's how he figured it out, and Zeph found out, and then he cried. That's what I was hoping for. I mean, like, that's what I'm hoping right. for now. Like, I, li- I like to imagine, like, really bizarre situations. <laughs> Well, the next movie, which I don't know anything about, is Me and Orson Welles. Okay. I'm guessing it's going to be a period piece. Okay. Orson Welles for people... I feel like Orson Welles and Zac Efron fans do not overlap. At all. Orson Welles, the director of Citizen Kane, of The Magnificent Ambersons, of The Third Man, I think? Or maybe he was just the star? I don't, I don't remember. I don't but, know. you know, one of the most famous, like, Citizen Kane was his first film. Many people argue it's the best film of all time. So, like, yes. very big, very important. That was from 19... 19- I feel like I should watch Citizen Kane before this, shouldn't I, huh? Probably. Yep. Okay. I'll also, I'll watch it with you. Mike Manzi, Mike Manzi, who's been on a couple episodes, will be on this with us. This is one that he was looking forward to seeing. I'm guessing it's going to be a period piece. Do you think that we're going to... I'm guessing... I don't know anything about it again. I think Zach Efron is going to be a poor boy who... Orson Welles rescues from the streets, and I think he's gonna be a poor boy with no shirt. Oh, I'm, I'm. You know what? I gotta do it. I'm going no shirtless this time. I'm just calling it. I'm just gonna no, but like, no, I, but that's boring. Like, just, okay, you, you have to okay, guess something. okay, okay. I think that they're shooting a movie. He has like Zeph try on one of the costumes for it, and he has to get changed okay. like that. Okay, that's I like what that. I'm thinking. Yeah. Now, do you think he's gonna cry? I mean, we have to we have to think he's gonna cry, but like, how is he gonna cry? Orson Welles is going to molest him. Whoa! No, I'm just kidding. No, um, he's gonna not get a part in Orson Welles' movie somehow. Okay, I'm gonna continue with my poor boy theory, and he's so hungry he starts to cry. Okay, fair. 
I'm doubling down. You're dub okay. And, well, and we're really good at being wrong at these, so we're so good at being wrong. It's unbelievable. But, yeah, I'm like a hun- I'm like ten of ten or like nineteen of nineteen. Since since we started this game, I don't think I've gotten one right. Awesome. Oh, we need to do the trailer. <laughs> Let's watch the trailer. Give me a link, brother. Ooh, oh, okay. Ooh, this we get is a real wait, one. On. Yeah, we're gonna get a real one. I wonder one if this, this is actually this is oh the trailer. This trailer is hosted on Ashley Tisdale's YouTube channel. Damn. The official YouTube channel. I need to go crank that Tisdale. out for a while after this. Okay, let me click it, open it. All right, I'm let it buffer it a little bit. Open. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready when you are, sir. All right, three, two, one, play. play. Ooh, the little Ashley sandwich yeah. on the bottom right. Like, this is one of my videos. Yeah. See, so this start off minutes. with the basketball song, 16. which leads me to believe that and there's a lot of basketball shots and there's him in his basketball jersey and there's him with the basketball yeah. here. See, here's another lame and it's t-shirt. Like, we're going to get a lot of basketball here. Yeah. This is the last time. Uh, oh, I, we, I forgot basketball. we got the DJ. The chick was being a DJ in this one. Little nod to wave. A little bit, yep. Blowing kisses. Everybody across more the board. Basketball. Everybody. There was definitely not this much basketball. This is all. Oh, the we did not mention her her solo from the crowd. Oh yeah, I did like that part actually. But across the board, I mean, we mentioned it sort of a little bit earlier, but like across the board, everybody is the most attractive they've ever been in any of these three movies in this movie. Yes. Like nobody got worse looking. Everybody no. got really, really good looking. Yes, they all got really good looking. Yeah, agreed. On October twenty fourth. It should have been. See, it should have been Halloween themed. Yeah. Actually, Tisdale got way hot in this one. She really did. Goodbye. But so did Vanessa Hudgens, though, too. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they both did. Like, even Zeph, like, Zeph doesn't look like a boy anymore. Like, Zeph looks like the Zeph that we've been seeing. Yeah. Yeah, this is right pre-neighbor. Oh, we got that Dumb and Dumber... Yes. The Dumb and Dumber tuxedo. Tuxedo, even just in a shot in here. When's the big game? Was yesterday. Yesterday. Well, good luck. Well, good luck. It's so sweet, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a... That's... Also, ten new original songs. Ten too many songs. They needed like two. I want to find out what other movies opened the same weekend as High School Musical Ooh, 3. Oh, good. I like that. We haven't done that in a while, and I do. Well, we haven't had like a movie, like what it was up against. <laughs> oh God. Oh, what? Okay. Okay. So the previous week, this is not what I'm laughing about. But the previous week, the number one movie in theaters was Max Payne, that terrible video game adaptation starring oh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This week, three movies opened. One I don't know. It's called Pride and Glory. Oh, it's Edward Norton and Colin Farrell. That opened in fifth place. Okay. High School Musical three opened in first place. In second place, and this is really like a could not be farther from High School Musical three was Saw Five. Oh, nice. Well, no, this <laughs> they, dude, these are two makeout movies. Well, not what one was. No, you you go see both because he wants to see one and she wants to see the other. Yeah, that's why they were. That's why they were one and two. She, you drove, you drive her and her two friends to the theater, and you meet your one guy friend to go see Saw Five, so that you can they can leave you alone for a couple hours. Considering how close we are at this point to award season, you know, this is October twenty fourth. Award season is going to really kick off, like maybe the next week. The theaters are barren at this time. We have the only... So the other movies on here are Beverly Hills Chihuahua, wow. The Secret Life of Bees, wow. W, Eagle Eye, the Shia movie, which is not bad, 
Body of Lies, which I think is the Leonardo DiCaprio, Russell Crowe movie, which I haven't seen. Quarantine, Fireproof, and then Nick and Nora, which I like, but like nobody saw that in theaters. Yeah, it's just what like what is out in theaters? I told you no. Remember we we hit like a couple periods like this where we were talking about it, and there was just like nothing in theaters at these times. Like there was really nothing coming out. Like there was dry spells and. Films. I'm looking at like the, the future weeks. Like Zach and Miri make a porno would be the next week. Madagascar. Escape oh, how Africa ironic is it? Um, you have you have Zeph come out in a movie one week, and the next week you have um, Seth Rogen come out in a movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And with a, a movie with Zach in the title. Yeah. Oh, a little foreshadowing. Life. Thank mm. you. Quantum of Solace would come out a couple weeks later. Cool. Twilight would come out the week after Quantum of Solace. Four Christmases the following week. I would like to see the correlation between vibrators sold between the weeks that High School Musical 3 came out and Twilight came out. Because oh, there had to be a spike in vibrator sales. Like, right there. Probably. Probably. Do we have any other games? I don't know. I feel like we're missing one, but I think we did everything. No, we did. We talked about... Where's my little notebook? We watched trailer. We talked about crying. We, um, shirtless. Mailbag, Google, trailer, crying, shirtless. We did them all. Yeah, we did them all. Any other last thoughts about High School Musical 3, senior year? High School Musical 3, I'm glad year? that I never have to watch this movie again. It sucked. I'll actually probably but watch it with do. Rachel. Yeah, I'll, watch with Rachel. I'll definitely watch it with Rachel. I'm sure that she will agree that it sucks. I'm hoping that if she she doesn't. So here, so here's what I here's what I need you to do. Okay, here's what you really don't need to do. Either take notes from what she says, or record like something quick, like just like a minute or two of like what her thoughts are for the movie, and we can add it to the me and Orson cool. Welles episode. Cool. Uh, so no last no last thoughts. We're we're pretty much good with musical, right? Yeah, I'm sad that it's our last musical, but I'm not sad that it was this shitty one. I was kind of like this. So this was like the big Zeph movie or the the, the Zeph movies that I never saw that, like, defined him. It's weird that it's kind of over, you know? Like, I feel like Agreed. Zack Attack is kind of over. Agreed. This was our this was our last hurrah. This is our this is our finale. It's our final song. It's our closing number. We only have seven, aside from bonus episodes, and we'll keep doing this as Zeph puts out new movies, but we only have seven more episodes from here on out. We have Me and Orson Welles. We have Hairspray. We have a bonus movie that we can't find anywhere, legally or illegally, <laughs> that there's a nine-minute clip on YouTube, so we're going to watch that as a bonus episode. And then we have a movie, we have Derby Stallion, then we have the Summerland TV series, which you still need to watch and figure out how we're going to talk will. about that. I will, I have time, though. A TV movie called Miracle Run. So, I mean, like, we have two actual movies left, one of which I've never heard... No, we have three actual movies left, one of which I've never heard of, and then, like, that's... It's, it's, it's weird. Like, this is... It's the end. Yeah, we're at the end of the line. It's fitting that... The last High School Musical about this is the last time is what you're being reminiscent of right now. Yep. So, I agree. And we'll never be better than this. We will never be better than this. So, for all things Zach attacking, go to cageclub.me or facebook.com slash cageclub or at cageclubpod on Twitter. You can see all the Zach Attack episodes that we've done. We did three this month. All three High School Musical movies came out in April 2017. Hang around till the end of the year and see what we're doing next. You can listen to the other shows on the network. We've both been on Now and Again, which we mentioned earlier. Joe will be on a Keanu movie and I think a Cage movie later this year, so stay tuned for those. We have all the Cage and Keanu movies up to this point. You know, that's we're all good those two so lots of things for you to listen to if you're tired of zach efron but not tired of us i guess <laughs> i'm joey lewandowski i'm joe too and we'll see you next time on zach attack imagine having everything we ever dreamed
part for me? Well, of course. Yeah, right. You've got to believe it.